Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. It's episode 94. I sound like a robot in the headphones, but I think we're all good. Yeah, we'll be good in post. Yeah, if you're watching, thank you for real. Like, if you're listening, thank you for real. We had a heavy guest. Like, we were so excited for the oh, guest boy. that we had for 94. Oh, and boy. we still got it coming. The episode's coming, but we had another hard drive crash on us. This time it was my fault because I dropped the shit. Didn't even drop it from that far either. It was like literally, it was in my chair when I was where I was editing. And when I like stood up to like readjust and I thought my phone fell off the chair. It was a little external hard drive. And I was like, and then I thought about what the guest said in that episode. And that he's like, yeah, I dropped it from like barely any, like one foot off the ground and it broke. And I thought, and I was like, huh, that'd be pretty crazy if this just might. And I was 45 minutes into the edit, like literally 45 minutes out of an hour. And I was like, just gonna finish up that 15. And then I plug it in, not reading it, not reading it. And I was like, no, dude, I was like, no. And I kept trying it and I like restarted my computer and I tried to get it. I can only imagine and I was what's like, going through I your was head. Like, Bro, because anytime you open up a Premiere project that you don't have like the file, it can't locate the files because you like removed the drive or like deleted the folder or moved the folder even, it'll, it's scary because you bring it up and Premiere is like got all this red messages and like all your clips are highlighted saying like error and it says like, like a big message comes up and it's like, we can't find your thing. Like you want to locate them? And if you don't have the hard drive connected, you can't locate them. So it just had that pull up on me and I was like, that was when I just dropped it and went and skated. I was like, oh, wow. skated around Cape Coral. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that. Because that was before I talked to you about it. Because I was like, bro, I have to tell. If I can't figure this out, I got to tell Danny. And then I have to tell the guest that, uh, like, this just happened. Uh, so, and this crazy. is the second time. The first time was just me and Danny episode. Like, but, I mean, it is what it is. Learning, for sure. Like, learning process. Because, like, I got to double know. double back up on my stuff now. Yeah. Are yeah. we here? Yeah, we don't want to say the name of the guest, but it, it is coming. It's a big one, yeah. and it's coming, and it's coming. And we were such a fan of him before, like getting yeah, him on. So, like, the, it, it's gonna be sick. So, stay tuned. Dude. Get to the YouTube channel because that because we have the audio secured. We could post it up on still audio. Got the audio. If you listen to the podcast, just listen. We got it. But we're making the video for you because the man's platform is YouTube. Our platform we're shooting for is YouTube. So that's where it's going. Yeah. Well. So. Yeah, dude. My dude, getting into today, I feel weird complaining about certain stuff, but this one's weird, man. Like, you know, I do sales, and so I'm not door to door, but there's scheduled appointments, right? So I get to my 9 a.m. today, first appointment of the day. Pull in and drive. Um, so I pull in nine o'clock appointment, and I see a storm. What is it? Storm Smart truck in the driveway. So Storm Smart is kind of like, you know, almost like a, not a, I'm not going to say a full on rival of the company I work for, but they basically sell like shutters and stuff, hurricane protection and stuff like that. I don't know for sure if they sell windows or not, but I was going to say impact windows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I know they do shutters for like older windows, but see the truck in the driveway. So I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here? Cause at first I'm thinking maybe this guy, maybe they have another guy out. Maybe he's giving him a quote. Maybe he's in the meeting right now. And so maybe I got to say, like, I'm going to come back later. If that was the case, I would have been kind of hyped. Because if I know they've just had a guy in there, I can come in and present a good presentation and yeah, give him a good price yeah. off rip and be lower than probably what that guy is. If he's currently there, you just fist fight him. No, if, if, if he's there, I'll be like, look... I'm going to step out. I'll be like, I'm going to like, just battle. Like, he's like, I got these for this price. And you're like, hey. Look at this, though. I for know, this right? <laughs> Imagine we're doing it at the same time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. The, 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 the lady's hilarious. just sitting there like... Sure. <laughs> Look at my window. Look at mine. 
and my price was this. No, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I was like, all right, so knock on the door. Old guy answers. Old man. Nice old man. Let's me in. Shakes my hand. Let's me in. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, I have a guy here that's going to help you. I'm like, okay, perfect. And old guy goes in the kitchen. Well, he, first he goes to the room and he's like, hey, the window guy's here. And he's like, all right, I got to put some pants on. The guy proceeds to cross the hallway in just his underwear. I kind of look at him. We make eye contact. This dude's in his boxers. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? And then he's like, so he comes out and he's like, so can you measure from the inside or outside? I was like, whichever's good with you. Um, I can measure inside or out. Just whichever is good with you is good with me. And he's like, well, you're currently inside um, and I'm not comfortable with that. So could you, could you measure from the outside? I was like, yeah, for sure. And he's like, could you show me how to do it? I was like, yeah. Uh, but I was like, would you like me to put a mask on too? Like, would that make you feel more comfortable? He's like, no, no, I just don't want you in here. I'm like, okay, left. Like, I was like, I'll just wait for you outside. Get outside. I'm waiting for him. There's two windows right in front of his house. So those are the first two windows that I'm going to measure. And so I tell him that. I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to measure these windows because he wanted to see how I did it. So I showed him literally how I did it. It's not rocket science to measure a window. You do, <laughs> And then up, up, you get a measurement each way. And so I'm telling it. So I'm taking my measurements down. I'm writing them down. And he's like, he asked a question. He was like, how... If, if, if you go to put these windows in and they're too big to fit in the opening and you've got to like chip away some stucco, how is that, how, how would that affect you at all? And I was like, well, I was like, I have like a construction background. So, I mean, if I was ever measuring a window and it's like between two numbers, I'm going to choose a smaller number because it's a lot easier to fit, say a 37 inch window into a 38 inch opening rather than fitting a 39-inch window into a 38-inch opening. It's not going to happen unless you chip off all that stucco, which could be done. But we've learned the hard way. Like, I used to work – I'm not going to say who I used to work for, but you know who I used to work for. And, like, work, doing that job, it was like um, he would do that. My boss would order windows, and they would be too big for the opening. And sometimes it would be – like, we'd be like, <laughs> we have to return it. We can't yeah. do this. And it's because he would go and take the measurements, whatever. But I'm trying to tell the guy, like – so I do that, but then so but more often than not, it's a fair measurement, so it's good. But then even if we lock in what we're doing today, they send an installer out a week after you know you sign the contract with me, and they'll send an installer, a measure tech out to take final measurements before we order the windows. So the chances of your windows coming in the wrong size are, you know, with us is going to be a long shot because mm. you've got you know two guys that know for sure what they're doing, you know, two times at this. Is that what you told him? Yes. That's a, in a nicer, more professional way. That's what I told him. And then literally he goes, okay, well, I've heard everything that I need to he hear here and I don't want you to waste any more of my time. So thank you. And I'm like, okay. And I kind of got like, I was like, did I do something? Like, what is, I was like, like, I was like, what just happened? Like, I didn't really say that, but I was like, okay. Like, did I do something to like upset you? And he's like, no, no, it's not you. It's just, you know, I've, I was just looking for this, uh, particular way and i've just found out everything i need to know and i just yeah i mean i'm good here we're good we're good like you're good you can go and i'm like i was like all right i was like all right see ya and then what yeah i was like all right see ya and then um he said like one more thing he yeah like i said he said like one more thing or something and then I, and then i was just like i was like is that your storm smart truck in the driveway and he's like yeah and i was like i was like he was like yeah that's one of my businesses and i was like I was like, oh, nice, and I was like, yeah. he's like, have you heard, you've heard of them? I was like, yeah, they're like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I've heard of them, whatever, and then um, I was like, you guys sell windows and everything like that, too? He's like, yeah, we sell everything, and I was like, oh, okay, I was like, so what am I doing out here today? And then he's like, 
he's like, well, and that's when he said again, I was looking, I'm looking for windows, but I'm looking at it a certain way. And you've just told me what I need to know. What does that mean? I know. I'm like, and I'm like, okay. And then he proceeds to tell me, yeah, storm smarts going nationwide here soon. And you know, if you're looking for a job, like, you know, do you have a card I can get like your number and stuff? And like, I gave him my card, but I told him, I was like, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm not going to come work for you. And, um, it was just weird. What a strange I know. I, I know. wonder what you, like, what he, in his brain was like, he was looking I for know. you to say or not say. I know. I called my manager. I told him what happened. And then he's like, I think he was secret shopping. Cause like my managers told me like, he'll give us a hundred, a hundred dollars per quote that we get from another company. So if you own your house, that's how you could set an appointment with another company to come out and give you a free estimate on Windows. So that way you can see how another company pitches and how they do their price oh. drops and how, you know, so we can like adjust accordingly to keep our necks in the that ring. That makes sense. So he said, you know, if we own our house, he'll give us $100 or something like that per quote that we do. So I think that's what like something like this guy was doing. But I'm like, he didn't even let me, <laughs> he didn't even he let didn't me pull out my thing. He just measured the windows. I measured like, two. Can you show me how to do it? I know. I measured two windows and it's like. Wait, do you think he. He watched you measure it, like, because you think he does. He does that since he's storm smart. Yeah, you but think he watched you do it and thought you didn't do it right. Yeah, okay, but like at the end of the day, it's like I, dude. Before I got this job, I worked construction for five years. I know the fuck how to measure something, <laughs> especially windows. And now it's like I've been selling windows for like four or five months, bro. Like, and I've never nobody's ever said like, hey, you're measuring stuff wrong, or like anyone that's rehashed my or appointments. Or maybe you did it right, and he was he was gonna. Well, that doesn't make sense because I'm thinking like if he was going to see if you did it wrong, like. I know. I immediately went to dad's because I had to get some mail there for anyone. I was just talking to say? him. I was like, like, what do you think I said to this guy? And I mean, he kind of just said, oh, like, dude, just a douchebag. <laughs> no, he was like, he was like, yeah, he obviously he was like, he obviously wasn't looking for whatever you said. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, you're you're right. But I was like, what would you have said? And he I mean, he pretty much said the same thing as me just about chipping the stucco off and everything. Um if you have to, you know, but I mean, just weird. That's very strange. And that was yeah. just your first appointment. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first. And from and you said all three were weird. Yeah. All three were weird. I mean, the second one wasn't such a weird appointment, but they just, I mean, it was, they just didn't want to, didn't want to hear anything like that's gotta be so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they were asking good questions, but we just, they just like weren't buying into like, the, the the pitch like you know like I'm tr I'm trying to tell them like this the first inspection discount you know it's tr savings we can transfer over during your business today and like they're like so if we don't sign today we're not getting this and like I'm trying to tell them if you had a date in mind moving forward whatever and they just I don't know it's a I don't want to bore the listeners yeah, but it's yeah, just, yeah. it's just you. it's just cap bro and my last appointment I'm like doing the mid demo and showing her the ins and outs of the window. And I think I told you already over the phone kind of, but just one old, one lady, not too old, but she was just like, so what's this estimate going to be? Like, you know, I, I kind of like pause like halfway through my, like at many points in the presentation, I always pause and I say, any questions or concerns for me so far or any questions so far? And, you know, they either say, they either ask a question and they say, no, not yet. And then I keep moving and I was just doing my thing and, yeah, no questions, no questions. All right, and then I'm doing my thing. And she's like, "What's this gonna cost? What's the estimate gonna be? Can you just get to it?" I was like, "I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to show you, cause I, cause I tried to, I pulled out the heat lamp, told her energy efficiency and 
that's that's a good part of the presentation. You pull out this heat lamp, put glass samples on, and show you just what my windows are going to do if the sun is right on the other side. Wait, do this... you like feel it and like the heat doesn't go through the one window? Well, I have a yeah, you feel it, but I also have like a solar solar energy radar. So you oh. put it on the other light, and with just nothing there, you see it hikes all the way up. And you put like single pane of glass, it barely moves. You put like Home Depot's window on, it barely moves a little bit more. And you can still, you put your hand there on the other side of the glass, you feel all that heat coming in. And then you put like my window on, the non-impact energy efficient, and it goes right to zero. And then same with, and you don't feel any of that heat coming through. And so it's a nice presentation. It's like a big selling point. And I pulled the light out and she's like, you don't, you don't have to. She's like, just what's the estimate going to be? And I was like, all right. I was like, I'm just trying to show you what it is you're buying. I was like, me personally, I'm not going to buy something if I don't know what it looks like. For real. And then she like didn't say anything. And then the next thing she did say was like, oh, well, when I did buy this home, I bought it on an auction bid as is. And I actually bought it without looking at it. And I'm like, I was like, wow, like that's not something I would do. And then just continue to like price the <laughs> windows. But yeah. And then too, when I, when I like structured that to where it's like, it's, it's a matter of, if you're not signing, then my next thing is to like, if you're, if you're like, all right, well, I'm going to think about it after I give you the price. My next thing is that I'm going to say, do you have a date in mind moving forward that you might think? Cause they don't generally hold first inspection discount and it's a hefty one. But if you had a date in mind, I can like call my manager to see. And then they were, you know, they, she was like, she was just like, well, we're done here. Like I literally gave her the price and I was like, I'm going to run these samples out to my car really quick. And just to give you a minute to kind of process it without me present, if when I come back in, am I good to just let myself back in? And she's like, she was like, well, we're done here. I was like, are we? Okay. <laughs> I was like, let me go give you a business card. And it still did my job. Call. But um, yeah, people try you like that. And it's just, that's, that's, that's the grid of sales. It's like, you get, you get some appointments, man, where did you present price? And they're just like, yeah, I'm doing it. And that's, that's a good one. That's a good feeling. But it's like the best is when they're like telling you, like, I'm not buying today. This is just a quote. This is just a quote. And then like, you still like, you do so good that they like end up like just buying. And that's, that's a feeling that cannot be replicated through anything. That's like a feeling that it's like, wow, yeah, dude. you just signing the contract of any kind is like a, a feeling that you're just like, wow. But sometimes you get hit with those, those, those tough ones where there's nothing you could do. You could be the best of the best salesmen and people just won't do it. You know, people are whatever. And yeah, it's crazy though. I feel like I'd be rambling. I'd be talking about my jobs for real, for real on the podcast. It's crazy. So this is for though, kind of. I know. Yeah. I know. I love it though, man. Like. There's been ups, there's been downs, but bro, I'm blessed, bro. Imagine the listeners that have heard from like, because episode one, you talk about restaurant work. You weren't working in restaurants. I was, I was, I was doing double jobs. I did two jobs and then we were starting the podcast. So I was just, it was off season for that. And I was debating going back, but I didn't end up going back because I was like, dude, we got the podcast now. Episode one was the Huggy Chef one, right? Or episode two was like the Huggy Chef. Yeah. Yeah, Listen back to that one, y'all. That story was funny, dude. I know. Hilarious. Do you want a sip of this before I start drinking it? Nah. You don't want to try it? I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm going to start drinking it. Yeah, yeah. We went skating today. It was pretty fun. I, I didn't work today. Um, But um, yeah, me, uh, we, I want to, I want to make it a regular Saturday thing, hopefully. But yeah, we all got out together again. I'm salt. 
I know, dude. I know. I know. That's the one thing. Is like it works for all of us. Like Hendrix is off, Kyle's I'm so off, I'm off, right. Jake is off, but you are not off. I'm so. But we'll, I feel like we'll skate throughout the week or something. Once I start working doubles, maybe not so much. Like Jake, he's like, yo, after work on Wednesdays, we could like have a training day, and I was like, that that won't work for like the next twelve months for me because I'm gonna be trying to work doubles on Wednesdays. But, uh, but we'll get sessions in, for sure. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that is like. That is like about the job that I'm like not a hundred on is is the the schedule just because it eats up your Saturdays. It's yeah. like you don't have those Saturdays. Yeah. And it's Saturdays weird because it's like were... it's like free because you have like the three appointments. Like so, you have some more some, some more free time. It's not like clocking in for like nine hours or eight mm-hmm. hours or whatever. But yeah, it's like you yeah. you kind of have to. And there's a lot of times where like you think you're free, but then last minute you're not free, or or vice versa. You think you got an appointment, and then you're like, actually, I can't come skate. Who's skating? I know, <laughs> I know, and no one's. I know, like, dude. I, veterans alone. I know. That's literally. It's been, dude. There's times I just want to cry. I'm looking at the group text. Everyone's like, can't, can't. Oh, Saturday, I'm down. I'm like, I can't Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. But, it's just different because coming from construction, it's like me and Hendrix could. We had the same exact schedule. So we literally would skate yeah. throughout the week, weekends yep. for sure. And then, like you said, weekends, we were always all linking up and skating. Yeah. It's t- man, I can't, I like, I want to get back to where we were. I just don't like, like, it's just going to be different. Like, I feel like just things with everyone's schedules, like now us all being more grown and stuff, it's just going to be different forever. It won't really be like it was. I like, we'd, we'd all meet up at San Carlos a couple times a week and just skate there for like three hours. I know, I miss it, dude. I miss it. Awesome. I miss that. But I mean, bro, I mean, we still probably could sometimes like there might be times where like I get out of the restaurant and like, no, for sure. And you'll like want and we can get a quick like San Carlos at night or something like that. For sure. And as life changes, it's like, who knows, dude? Like, cause eventually, you know, we're going to be getting different houses and 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 skating will always be there. So like, no matter what our job switches are, like there, as soon as we can, as soon as too, we can like get it to where. You know, we have our own skate park yeah. and stuff. I Even do. a ramp in the back. Yo, Kyle That's said at, at Ride Nature today, like, he was saying, like, because we were, like, low-key, we were killing the mini ramp. Like, we were all, like, really getting it. Like, learning, like, just uh, doing some cool runs and stuff. Heck and yeah. and uh, in the park part, too. Like, the, the part in the street section or whatever. Like, I love what Ride Nature's got going on. But Kyle even said, he's like, yo, imagine if we had this in the backyard, like, how good we would be at mini ramp skating. And that'll happen. That that will happen, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. We'll have that. I might have to be skating alone quite a bit with my new schedule and stuff. Just skating the driveway or like or whatever. But it is what it is for now. Yeah. I mean I like skating with friends for sure. Like I gotta skate with the homies. But sometimes I mean for skating progression. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really progressed by myself. I actually okay. really love skating. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, yeah, me like too. you said, like like days like today, like that was so much fun, bro. Like just because yeah, we haven't done that in a minute yeah, to where it's gotta... like me, Jake, Hendrix, and Kyle all like out thinking of video, like warming up at the like more uh, relaxed like skate type area, like skate park or whatever, and then going to the streets and like trying to get clips. We, we didn't get any clips today. Kyle... Kyle tried something pretty gnarly at one of the stairs we went to. Yeah. But um but yeah, we're both we're all in, Yeah, we're yeah. all in that. He didn't try the backside flip, but um he he was about to, but then we got kicked out. This dude, I knew it. Dude just came out cuz he he was about to kick flip it. He ollied it first try Damn. and then he uh kick flipped it and I have the uh, uh side clip. He was filming with the VX. Yeah. And wow. he was filming with the VX behind him like follow. And it would look so sick if he landed it, but uh, the ollie probably looks sick. 
because Hendrix filmed it. But I, I filmed the top angle from the top of the stairs uh, of Kyle trying to kickflip it, and he was going to try backside flip after like getting the feel of it. And dude just comes out, opens the door, and he's like, "Security's uh, calling the cops," and then closes the door. And I was like, "Bro." Yeah, like, you're either a bitch or, like, you think we're animals or something. Like, you're either, like, scared to confront us or you just don't see us as, like, equal or something like that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, bro, just talk to us like we're people. Just come out and be like, hey, you can't skate here. And we'll be like, "Uh, all right, we'll take off. Like, we're not going to fight you. I don't know. Maybe he had, like, a bad experience with a skater or something like that. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Or you could just see the videos where some skaters, getting some gnarly. skaters be getting gnarly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even down. like, and I get it because like that is very uncomfortable. If like, if you don't like hate skaters or whatever, you, and if you, you don't like confrontation, to... yeah, a lot of people because, because some people might be like, why? Why do I gotta leave? Like, I'm not leaving. Call the cops. And he's just bluffing. So he's like, shit, shit. I'm like, don't actually want to call the cops. Possible, possible. Get out here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like but but it was fun. Regardless, the street session didn't go like as planned, but um, because it started sprinkling, so we couldn't. We were gonna skate this one ledge spot, and then it started sprinkling, so we're like, "Fuck it, let's just go to Harborside real quick and like try to barge the stairs, like drive past, and just like." And I thought I could do it first try, so I'm like, "Bro, just literally like pull up next to it, and I'll get out and like do it real quick." But <laughs> cocky as hell, cocky as hell. He's like, I don't need a stretch. I'll yeah, then, then I, as I was it. up there, I was like, mm, I haven't really skated anything bigger than like three feet. Like in a while. You roll up five times before you do yeah, it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I rolled up a bunch. I rolled up a bunch. Uh, but let's barge I, it ten times. Well, the ah, thing nah, was, nah, nah. I'd never been there with my board, like about to attempt it. I never like because oh, I bet it's scary as hell. Well, sometimes yeah, you need to like get in that mindset of like, all right, like get the get the camera out, like let's do it. That's when you really know, like, okay, how am I feeling about this trick? And I wasn't feeling that confident once it finally came down Damn. to brass tacks. I was like looking at all the little elements in the spot and realize like I need to train a little bit more before I try something like that. But I will, dude. I, I got a whole list of stuff and um, I don't know, trying to let my feet do the talking. And like just if I have to train in the driveway and just like learn some new tricks, hopefully like if we can keep the street skating on Saturdays a regular thing, we'll, we'll start getting some clips. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. been a minute since we've been like all out filming like that. I yeah. hope we can keep it up. Yeah, for sure. That's that, and that's that's another tough thing too. Is right now with all of our schedules, trying to coordinate it between the weather is a whole nother situation. And, yeah, and then also Saturdays, like Saturdays are dope. Like if if like like a few of us are able to like make Saturday mornings happen to try to like street skate and film each other and stuff, shit's open. You know what I mean? Like something like Harborside. Exactly. That's, that's, and like today, I wanted we to go to the Fifth Third Bank spot because I thought all of us could have a fun ass day at that like get some clips on that ledge spot yeah, buttery covered. ledges yeah. yeah and it's covered but it's open ah, know, it's open till until like three or really on, i didn't on even, i thought that bank was closed that's what i thought but i thought it was like abandoned but then kyle pointed out it's like yeah every time i've ever skated there was a sunday so that makes sense that it's open when it's not sunday which is crazy because it looks abandoned with how like waxed those ledges are <laughs> it looks pretty you can go there at night too i used to skate there at night I need to do that. lights. Because that's a spot but where... But no, I, it's sketchy. Like, you got to have your boys with you. I went dolo. Oh, yeah, because that's I all... I went dolo and, that, like, crackheads, yeah, crackheads yeah. approached. And yeah, because that's right off Colonial. That's, like, a rough area. Rough area. Yeah, that scared the fuck out of me. Didn't didn't someone roll up on you that day on, like, a bike or something? Yes. And it freaked you out? Yes. Yes, bro. Yeah. I hauled ass out of there. I had that loud-ass Dodge Ram. Oh. I fucking floored it, dude. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. that story. Yeah. Because yeah. he pulled up on the bike, pulled up on the bike, and he was talking to me. 
and getting closer, getting close, like getting closer as that's he's talking. Sketchy. That's yeah. Sketchy. To a point where he's like hella close. And I'm like, fam, if you don't back the fuck up, like I was just gripping my board, like ready to truck him in the fucking temple. You have a knife with you since you were gripping? No, I'm no, I'm saying I was gripping my board, oh, like ready to. I thought you were ready. ready to, to, you just got a fucking blade in uh, your head, like, what's up, homeboy? I wish. Yeah, I would have <laughs> talked to him like normal if that was the case, because come at me, I'm stabbing you. But yeah, I had, I was, my truck was parked under there where I was skating. You know how they have like two ledges? My truck was parked under there, and I was like, just skating and i had headphones in and this man like rolls up so already scared because i just see this black figure coming through the, like like because it's all dark in the yeah, parking yeah, lot and you just, and see just movement. this dark yeah. shadow and then like this this white white crackhead just pulls out and he just stops <laughs> and he even stops like a kid yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you're like what starts, the crackhead <laughs> yeah what the crackhead and he just starts sorry what the meth and he just starts talking <laughs> and he's like he's like yeah like yada yada telling all these stories he's like last night i was driving through here biking uh biking fast as hell running from the cops and he's like i didn't see this there was like there's poles with chains going through and he's like i didn't see that and he said he got his neck on the, on the thing i like, i wish i was here last night <laughs> <laughs> and he, but then he then he starts taking a, a a lap around and he takes one lap around and then like comes back back in and i'm like this man, like, and then he takes another lap around, and I get in my He's truck. Scoping and it out, him. yeah. I get, I get in my truck again, and just floored it the fuck out of there. Didn't yeah, good. Again. You ever yeah. see? You see that video that was going around the internet of the dude on the motorcycle, and he's got a helmet cam or or, or chest cam or something on, and a dude's walking up to him. He's like, "Hey, hey, what's up?" Hey, nice bike. Out. Yeah, he's like, "Nice yeah, bike, nice bike." Hey, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that. Yeah. And then he like gets a knife out, and he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to get off the bike for me." And then he gets off. He's like, "Okay, yeah." Okay, and then whenever the video is like right about to cut, you see him pull a gun out. The dude on the bike. Oh shit! Wow. That would be the best feeling if you're strapped oh, and I someone know. comes up with you with a dinky ass little razor blade, oh, and he's like, man. "All right, get off, get off the bike," and you're like, "Okay," and you just get off and like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Are you? What are the laws when it comes to that? Like he could, like, you'd still go to jail if you shot the guy, right? <clears throat> You give a warning shot, it's, scare the scare the shit it, out of him. It really depends. It really depends because there's stand your ground law in certain things, but that's. I think it. I think it would depend on the cop, primarily, bro. I mean, honestly, because it's like, I mean, not necessarily the cop, because even if the cop did arrest you, because they probably would, it's a matter of getting the charges dropped through like federal or whatever state, and so then it would be like a federal attorney, you know, trying to do whatever, either trying to convict you or. or trying to get the say that the cops were wrong in the yeah. situation. I mean, realistically, when you when you're trained with it like a to carry like that, like uh one thing Jeremy used to always tell me is you shoot you don't shoot to kill, you shoot to end the threat. So like No, you shoot to kill, fam. The fuck? Who told you that? Jeremy. He you, said you shoot to stop the threat. And if that means killing, like it means killing and you like you don't shoot for the head, you shoot for the chest because well, yeah. that's that stopping yeah. power, you no, know, like No, that's killing. You're shooting him in the heart. <laughs> You know what I mean? You don't shoot in the head because if you shoot someone in the head, because you're, yeah, like he, he's kind of right. Cause stopping the threat is like, if someone's pointing a gun at you and, or whatever, if you're, if you feel like your life is in danger, that's when you are in the okay to shoot someone. If you yeah, feel like yeah. you're in danger. So if you shoot them in the head, if they had a gun, they could still shoot you if you shot them in the head. You know what I mean? But if you shoot them in the chest, they're dropping that gun. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. So, yeah. and, and that's, it stuns them. It'll st if it doesn't like kill them. Like if you just shoot them like in the like shoulder or whatever. Like getting shot with a bullet man. like oh, yeah. right full on, you're uh, you're stopped for a couple. And seconds you'll and least. you'll get in trouble if you like shoot him in the back. 
Because that would mean they're running oh, away. Oh, because if you get, because I'm thinking if I'm like if we're like this distance, dude hops on your bike and he's about to whip it out of there. Take out your gun, shoot him in the sh- back of the shoulder. Like shoot, just you know, easy target because he's right next to you. You can just shoot him in the shoulder. I'd shoot like, my tire. Shoot the nowhere. tire. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere if I pop the tire. <laughs> Imagine if you're rich and like you, you're about to get new tires anyways, and you just fucking bitch. <laughs> no, nah, no, honestly, I'd probably shoot him in the head. If he was if he stole my bike and was riding away. And like you know, I would obviously pull the gun, and if but if he like gunned it off, I'm shooting him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you, sh- I mean, because dude, because at that point, if he's riding away on your bike, I feel like if you shot him in the back, he could probably eat that shit and keep going, especially if he's high on drugs. Oh. But if you shoot him on the, if you shoot him in the head, <laughs> then you've got a better chance of at least catching him down the road from when he's bled out or extreme head trauma. You probably catch your bike three miles down the road max. You know what I mean? True. But. Or you crash in the woods somewhere. You know what I mean? And then at that point, I mean, if you're going to arrest me. That's tough because to you got to think back. like all this conversation we're having. You have like three seconds to decide when something know, like that happens. That's what's crazy is like I you know. don't have time to like, well, if I shoot him in the shoulder, if he's on drugs, if he's on crack, that's not going to do anything. If I shoot my tire, I got to get a new tire. I might break my bike. Shoot him in the leg. I might accidentally shoot my engine. That's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's already gone. You're like, damn it. Why do I even have a gun? <laughs> But, that, <laughs> but that's why, like, if you have a concealed carry, like, license, you know how to handle this shit. Like, you know just, like, what to do. I don't you know, like, you, you have, like, an instinct reaction of, like, what to do. Not if, necessarily if you have a concealed permit. You I mean, should. You should, though. Yeah, yeah. It's just about experience. Yeah. That's why I would, I, I need to, I want, that's something I want to do in my life. Like, that's, like, a life goal. Go on. Go on. Go on. See, I don't need a gun because I got all the protection I need from oh, a 100-pound great day. What if someone had a gun? With Gohan? Yes. There's not stopping that, boy. He's <laughs> I, I know, but they can He's kill like you. Undressed. They can kill you still. Bro, imagine what Gohan would do if someone shot me dead. If someone shot me dead and Gohan saw my lifeless eyes. Gohan, bro. Chill hey, go, you wanna join? hey, Gohan, you want to join the conversation? What no. would you do? Don't do this. Don't Gohan, do this. Gohan. You, Gohan, you need to stop. Thanks, bud. You did it. They're gone. They boot ganged out of there. Thanks, bud. Fuck's he barking at? I don't know, dude. He just hears things. Like, he's such a protector, bro. That's why I'm saying, like, if someone shot me and I laid on the ground dead and he looked in my eyes and saw no life, he'd probably, like, I don't know. He'd, like, I, know. I hope he'd, like, go werewolf and just, like, eat the guy or something like that. I know. It, you wonder. It makes you wonder, too. Because he's so small. Like, he's such a sweet, like, dog. That, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what he... He'd probably just, like, lay down next to me and just, yeah. like, wait to get shot with me and be like, I'm gonna die, too. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. Yeah. I thought about that because last night I was out with Gohan and... um. Or turn into a superhero. That would make Bat-Dog. Bat-Dog, like dude. Yeah. Super turn Saiyan into... Gohan. That'll yeah. make him turn Super Saiyan 2 type shit. Yeah. Your Home, dad dies. Homeboy's Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Master Gohan. <laughs> Don't bother me, I'm working. For real. Um, no, but we were out last night and it was so cute, dude. Like after the commotion, like after like he got used to the commotion of like people outside and stuff, uh he we had a bowl of water out in like a little grass patch a little bit away from people. And there was one point like later in the night that he was just he got some water and he was just chilling, like looking out into like the like parking lot or whatever, like the trees. And he's just looking, and he lays down at one point, and he's just, like, chilling, like, laying. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down next to him, and for, like, 30 minutes, him and I were just, like, sitting there. And he's, like, laying laying his head on me, and, like, I'm just, like, 
laying back, like we're just looking out, like no phone, just like looking out into the woods and whatever. That's tight. And it just got me thinking. I'm like, man, Gohan's like my my dude. You know what That's I mean? Like we're, we're like attached. You That's know what I'm saying? That's your son, for real. And I never understood That's it until son. like. I never, I always loved dogs, but like I never had my dog, you know what I mean? Like it's so crazy that it's like literally like you're attached. Like when I'm away, like out doing something, I'm thinking about like, oh, I miss Gohan. Like I can't wait I to know. get home and like, I know. you know what I mean? It's so just funny it's his name's Gohan too. I know, <laughs> it's bro. It's just so awesome. That's and so that awesome. everything I have is black. Like everything that I, I have, my car, my fucking water bottle right here, like he my phone, everything. Yeah, he's just like, he's my dude. I know. I know. Yeah, he's your son for, and he's so good too. Like he's such a good boy. Even though. even for me, it feels like feels like a legit like nephew, like yeah, nephew yeah. dog. You and know? it's like that for him too. Anytime you get over here, you, you come in without your food first because you know he's gonna be like crazy regardless. I know, I know. I don't even bring anything, and because he'll be jumping on me. Um, one thing I did want to talk about before we go to break. Did you want to touch on the Battle of the Barracks game that just happened? We can touch on it yeah, well, pretty the, quickly. Have you heard? I don't think. I'm wondering about the bracket structure, like how giant this bracket is. And they even said, they prefaced that like some of these might not happen because of like scheduling, you know, like oh. it's very hard to like with the Olympics and all that. I know, like, but I hope, did you see the one above Sean Malto and Tori Pudwell? No, who was it? P-Rod versus Nija. Oh. And the winner of that game faces now Tori because he's the winner of. Yo. So if Nija, I want to see either of that, either P-Rod versus Tori will be an amazing, amazing game. And then Nija versus Tori would obviously be. I'm excited to see what the finals look like. But Nija versus P-Rod. That's like, come on now. That's I haven't amazing. seen Nija skate flat ground in a minute, bro. Has Nija ever even been in Battle of the Yeah, Bears? he has. And he did pretty good. I remember he lost to Mike Mo. And he actually, it's so funny. Mike Mo did the like Ollie late pressure flip on him to beat him. And obviously, Nija can't do that because, like, who can do that? And uh, Nija learned it after that because, like, uh, Mike Mo gave him tips on his second shit. try. Like, he, he he got him on E, so he had two tries. And on the second try, you see Mike Mo and him, like, talking. And then uh, he, like, learned how to do it a little bit. And then you see – and he learned it. He started doing that trick, like, wow. later on, like, in his skating. Like, I've seen him do that trick since then. And I was like, wow. damn, Mike Mo taught him that. That's cool. From that game of skate. But I don't think he's been in the barracks since then. And that was probably that was when they had the old barracks, not even the new barracks that they're in now, the old one that they had wow. like five years yeah. ago. So it's been a minute since I've just been in it. But I heard John Hill and Andy aren't going to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard that they're not. And it makes me wonder because like I know there's beef like the like skate industry versus like YouTube skaters. There's sometimes like some animosity there. Like from either side, you know, mm -hmm. and I get it, but um, I I was looking forward to it because I was thinking like, bro, seeing Andy Schrock, I know, right, and jo especially because they were playing each other. I'm like watching Andy Schrock and John Hill at the barracks playing Battle of the Barracks. They could potentially go to the finals to play like P Rod or something. Like, crazy. it's crazy, you know. Yeah. And I know their schedules are crazy, but it makes me wonder why why they can't make it. You know what I mean? Like, why why they're not going? I think there was a YouTube video on it. Wasn't it? There was one I saw like a different. Neither of them. It wasn't either of their videos. But oh, th this guy, kids. huh? A little detective. Fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little detective guys. Little like yeah. skateboard drama kids. They're yeah. just like I saw a comment. John Hill left saying that he's not gonna be. And John Hill left a comment on something or a, like saying, "Sorry, like I know you guys are excited, but I'm actually not gonna be in the barracks this year." Uh, probably because Andy is either. Probably because he ain't got the cash to double the. Remember he said oh, John yeah, Hill's no, gonna double no, it? Because they wouldn't really do that to him. Like he's not actually gonna. They would. He tweeted it. Tweet a tweet. But I think that, like a word's a word. Uh, yeah, but I think it's all goofy. Like they're yeah, all do goofy. it, John. Plus that was years ago that do he it, said Mr. that. 
But I think my my yeah when views were up, boy it was hot when views <laughs> yeah. were up. Now he's taking it back. I'm not entering, guys. Sorry, I rolled my ankle. I'm too busy with progress daily. Um, I rolled my ankle. <laughs> yeah, ankle roll. No, my my theory is that um, I wonder if John Hill has the mindset that like a lot of these uh, like uh, John Hill would kill it though. No, he would. He would. He would like possibly make it to the finals yeah Yeah, like like he's very good at flat ground like he's like pj lad type like can do every flat ground trick first try but um that's why it'd be funny to see him and andy schrock play the first game and like just see how that goes because they played skate before so like yeah all the time on the but my suspicion is that like there's been animosity there a lot of the skate industry has hated on youtube skaters because of like them not being as good as the industry like they're not skater the year type like skate level but they're making more than like most pro skaters. So I could see there being like bitterness there and like some like judgment or whatever. But, and I don't know if like how, how the like influencers feel about the skate industry per se. I know John, like I, I know how he's talked about the skate industry before and whatnot. And he's happy where he's at. He doesn't want to be a part of like, like that. He like, he doesn't have a dream of like being skater of the year, like on in thrashers parks and stuff like that. But I wonder if he might think they're capping. Like if they're like, if they, Battle of the Barracks, like, I don't know how they're doing views-wise, but I know their YouTube channel, like, does not get that many views. Like, their YouTube channel uh, isn't, like, these influencers' YouTube channels where, like, everything Garrett Jenner uploads, he gets, like, hella bank, you know what I mean? Like, off of anything he uploads, same with John Hill. I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Not really anymore. John Hill, yes. Garrett is probably still making decent money, but I would say Garrett's views are substantially down from the time they were at a certain point in time. Oh yeah, when he would do the daily vlogs. Yeah, yeah. Same with John probably. And yeah, for sure with John they went down. I know I used to watch them weekly. I used to watch yeah. them like post notification type stuff. I'd watch John Hill every single day. Yeah, and now now I don't. Now I'll watch a cool video here and there. I'm still subscribed, so if I see it a cool video. I just watched a Garrett Jenner video today cuz he was talking about like him being in Battle of the Barracks actually. And I was just like, "Oh, that seems like a cool video." Um but I only made it like halfway through whatever, but his videos are cool. Like I kind of feel bad for not watching them because I know he's progressing as well. And he's, his videos are a lot better now than when he did those daily vlogs. So it sucks that it's not getting as recognized. Um, but I, and I would say too, to that, I understand where you're coming from, but I kind of disagree that that would be it because I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like that beef and may, I could be wrong, but I feel like that beef that was there like 2019 like and beyond that has kind of subsided from 2019 i think so too just because with the way that like instagram and tiktok came out there's been there's now like new influencers that are strictly because of instagram and tiktok like versace plug yeah yeah, nobody knew who he was but people know him call him by his ig name yeah they don't even know his name yeah yeah and so there's a lot of kids like that too with TikTok and everything. So yeah. I think by the way that the like social media is showing, it's helped so much with the culture of skating and yeah. putting eyes on skating. So Dude. I don't know why anyone who is a true fan of skating would have anything like else to say about it other yeah. than like good vibes. But it goes the other way too. I mean, I could understand like old school skate culture being kind of like not cringy, but just it's kind of like yeah, they seem you know, like tacky. It's like, yeah, yeah. And because I could, they're like, what's up, YouTube? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even vice versa, if like, if the YouTube guys were looking at that, because like, you know, like there's people that pull up to a spot and I got nothing bad about it, but they pull up to a spot with their boys, they crack the beers and like, 
smoke and all that shit. But like, if that's your skate scene, you know, I don't care about it. I'm headphones in skating. I'll skate with you if you're doing that. But that's not what, that's not what we do. Like, that's not what, that's not yeah, how we yeah. go skate. You know, uh-huh. we're on like a mission when we go skate and we've got like things planned out and we're like, executing. and we're like pulling out the orange, not pulling out the paps. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Exactly. And I think, I think that's a lot of the, like where that line could be drawn to is maybe some people are like, you know, cause we even kind of get that in our community a little bit. A little bit, Can't yeah. Lie. There, you see that division. Yeah. Like you see the like not division, but like different sides. And we can all get together for yeah, sure because yeah, yeah. we love our community and we love skaters in it from all means. But you know, by anything, if you're skating, if you're pushing wood, we got love for you. But yeah, yeah, I I can see that. But but with that, real quickly before we go on break, we're we're stretching it now. But um, like I just want to say. Like skating, Olympics being in skating is going to bring so much like eyes. And I used to like not really feel too hot about it, about skating being in the Olympics. Cause that I kind of like, we used to talk yeah, about earlier in the I, podcast. Yeah, I know. We'd ask guests like, how do you feel about I it? Know, you know, I know, I know. I remember that. I kind of low key like used to not really be too fond about it. Cause I kind of liked, I just didn't want it to be like oversaturized or just like, just like played out, you know? I, I didn't want yeah. it to get like, just play it out. Cause or I'm to like, get more cheesy. Like, you don't want it to get, like, you don't want, like, skating to be looked at as Because it's, it's like, not just a sport. Like, I know you could say that for probably anything, but it's, like, it's not just, like, I don't know, man. Like, skating's taught me so much more in life about, like, work yeah, ethic yeah, yeah. and stuff like you that. You don't just do it to get a medal. When, like, yeah, something like, yeah. you know, if one any of these other Olympic sports, a lot of times, like, that's the vibe. Where it's, like, you train so that you can, like, be the best and, like, win. You know what I mean? Yeah, and now I just feel like I'm kind of my opinion switched on it to where I'm really hyped that it's in the Olympics because now like my goal has always been like I feel like skaters should be treated like athletes because we are, especially when it comes to income. Yeah, especially, especially when it comes to income and especially when it comes to like rehabilitation. Like Nike and Red Bull do an amazing job. Like that's what I want to strive for is like with our city of Palms, like warehouse and skate park and stuff. I, that's why I want like a gym in there and like, yeah. you know, stretch and resist bands and like everything and like treadmills and stuff to where like you can go before you skate and warm up. You can go, you have the membership for both. So it's yeah. not only a skate park, but it's a gym too, because and you gotta you, be working you, out to be you, good at skating. If you hurt your ankle, you know, you could come the there. rehab center. Yeah. yeah you could bro, come there not to skate, but to do like a 30 minute physical, physical therapy. therapy routine. You know what I'm saying? And because that's so important, bro. And that's one thing that, like, sauna, ice bath. Yeah, that's one thing that IVs. I hope that the Olympics does for skateboarding as a, as like, in general, is I hope it, like, gets more people's eyes to be open. And social media has done a good job, too, of just, like, opening their eyes to, like, how, like, serious of a fucking sport this is. You know what I mean? And, like, how, how, what the pros do, you know, being able to see the behind the scenes of, like, Nigel's life and, like, how, how Nigel goes about his day and his training and, like, takes wow. care of himself. You know, he doesn't just, like, you know like sleep when he's not at contests and just like oh, i guess i'll skate today like he takes it as seriously as anybody and that's why he's the best in the world arguably yeah but, yeah dude that's true but um but yeah we could take a break um i was gonna say i wonder if like the the industry coming like maybe the industry's realizing like oh the influencers actually have it right. Like they're just having fun and they're making a living off of just like they're 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 they've they've monetized their passion and like they don't have to be jumping down fifteen stairs for the next ten years in order to like 
not have to have another job. They, they figured it out. Like they figured out how to use Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube to make a living off of this. And it's like, they're trying to take notes kind of like you hear it on the nine club. They're like almost like trying to take notes on how these kids do it. You know what I mean? And so now I wonder if like there's bitterness from YouTubers, some of them to be like, Oh, like you guys talk so much shit over those last fucking 10 years of us being cheesy. And now y'all are wanting to like figure out how we do it. For real. Fuck off. Like I wonder if that's Uh, like some of the mindset, you know, I hope not though. Yeah. It's all about coming together. That's true. That's true. Well, take a break. Yep. Enjoy the ads. We're going to talk more about Nigel. So if you like skating, get ready for part two. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, she'd always be like, can you fucking quit that shit? Yeah. We'd just be. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to audio, guess, guess what I'm doing right now? Ooh. Kickflip. Kickflip. All right. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the ads. Shout out, Nathan. Shout out, NT Designs. Killing it. Um, Killing it. No, so yeah, we were kind of touching on the Olympics before the ad. It's like. If Nigel doesn't take home the gold medal, who is? I I think that it'll either be Nigel or Yuto, in my personal opinion. But I think Nigel is going to take. And it. what we don't know, Brian and I, is if, and if you know, comment comment down below. For the Olympics, is it going to be like, or are there like, is there like a U.S. winner, best who did it in the U.S.? Is there a best in Tokyo, best in Australia, best in Brazil, or is it just? And then is there also one winner through it all? Winner takes it all? Or is it only winner takes it all? So I looked up, I don't know as far as medals if there's anything, but I looked up the schedule for like what day it is and what time like the men's street is. And I think it's July 24th. Yeah, I think July 24th is when the men's street Olympic event happens. Okay. And it's just one day. From what I found, it looks like it's just one day really? is the men's street. So wow. it's like one contest. So it's wow. going to be, as far as like medals, it's going to be all the like street skaters who are finalists for the Olympics. All their, I don't know how many it is per team. I thought it was like three per team, but it would really? be, who's, who's U.S. then? Nigel, Manny, Santiago. Isn't it Jocelyn? Uh, I think it is. <clears throat> well, no, because um, Jake Alardi. I thought Jake Alardi is in the Olympics. Is there only three? There's Park too. Zion. Is in both, uh, though. I thought Zion was in both. Maybe there's teams like 5 or 10. I thought there was 20. I don't know. While we keep talking, maybe I'm going to look it up. But, uh, but I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it, it's going to be like an event where all the all the competitors from all the countries go head-to-head in a contest. And then top three, top three medals from whatever country wins it. And I think Nigel, mm. bro... People hate on Nija and like including me. Like sometimes, like I got like a feeling a little bit like, oh, come on, Nija, just because like he he's like, and I don't know why. Now that I think about it, I don't know why because he was just winning everything. I was just like, come on, Nija, like, give it to someone else. But it's like he's like the he's like the like I don't want to say like compared to like other sports, but like like how someone like LeBron or Kobe or someone is to like basketball. That's what Nija is to skateboarding, just because of the work ethic, like. The dude is the most, one of the most skilled in the whole world. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Just like those guys. Oh, for sure. And the most winning. Like, the man has won, I don't even know how many Street League golds. No, yeah, for sure, dude. He's, he's, he's made it. He's uh, like, he's, yeah. No, he's like the epitome of hard work, work ethic. And that's why it's cool that he, that I hope he takes it. And I hope all the eyes do go on him when it comes to like 
this new like era, I guess like a new like. But with it being one contest, it's like real skaters could know that like Nigel doesn't have to take this because we know how it is stepping on a board. Like yeah, it might if not be Zion good, has it? a better day than him, Zion's taking it. You know, it's but but I mean that's where it plays into is like if Nigel does take it, hands down, he's best in the world. He's consistent as a mug. Yeah. Been duties. He's the epitome of skating too. Like he he kills it in the streets. He's not like one of these contest kids that what is just that like what noise? You keep hearing that? Boom. Yeah, you hear it. Oh, it's the Mac. Yeah, I hope it stops doing it. Sorry. Um, sorry, listeners. Yeah, I didn't want to power it down because I thought there was like a project open on it. And I, I didn't know, but um, but yeah, he's like he's not one of these contest kids that is just like rips the parks and like that's it. It's like he's he's done some of the gnarliest street skating of all time. Well, well, it'll be interesting to see. We gotta watch that for sure. Yeah, dude, I, I want to have a watch. I, I thought the twenty fifth is um, thought there was something happening the twenty fifth, and at first that's the date I saw for the event. But I was like, damn, dude, I, I gotta like reschedule something because I think the twenty fifth is like they're having a party here, the gender reveal party for um her. Her brother's um, girlfriend, mm-hmm. fiance, I think fiance, I don't know. But um, they're having a gender reveal party on the 25th. But I think that's during the day. No, I think... Didn't you say the Olympics are 24th? Yeah, I think it, when I looked into it further, I'm pretty sure it's the 24th. And it's early in the day. I think it starts at 9 a.m. And it goes to like noon or something like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. 9 a.m.? Mm-hmm. What? I think I don't know because again I just I just did some like googling and I found some like a rough schedule. But I'm sure like later this week I'm sure there's gonna be some like official shit posted everywhere. You know what I what's mean? What's July twenty fourth? Yeah, is that the Saturday? Yeah, dang, Saturdays again, bro. The whole world's on Saturdays and you're not. I might be able to request off. Don't see, dude, it's the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be crazy. If, like you're just at, like in an appointment and just like. Or how you said, like, when you stop at stop signs to do your, uh, uh yeah, uh, whatever, you, whatever you do at stop signs, you just also just pull up the Olympics for an hour till your appointment. <laughs> Bro, I low key, I would like have some, I would have one headphone in and play it on the iPad if I could. <laughs> <laughs> you just have it behind them while you're doing your schedule. You just like, you know, and see, like, check it out. Heat lamp, you go here, you go here, and be like, fuck. <laughs> oh, we let it. And I just like falls and he was like, oh. I know, right? What are you looking at? Nothing? Nothing? Nah. Nah. Why do you have a headphone in? No reason. Hmm? What? Hmm? <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, who knows? I really hope I can watch that. I really hope we can watch it together. That'd be cool. But it, it'd be... What I, was, what I was getting to was that Nigel, like, he's the best... He's one of the best people to, like, have at that, like... If, if everyone is going to regard him like how Tony Hawk... Everyone looks at Tony Hawk as like, oh, skateboarder. Are you like Tony Hawk? Like, like... They're going to have someone like Nigel's going to be that new everyday name that everybody knows. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's the Olympics. Like if, if anyone pays attention to like the sports in the Olympics, if you're one of those people that just watches it all or like and you're not familiar with skating and Nigel is your like outlet to understand what skateboarding is. That's yeah. pretty dope because like they're, they're going to look up like Ty Evans and Nigel like till death part and they're going to see like, oh, this is what skateboarding is. And that's amazing. You uh, know what I mean? Because uh, it's not going to be some like gimmicky cheesy shit or like whatever it's it's like gnar you know what i mean like for it's real. like till death you know what i'm saying that's I what know. that's what skateboarding is i'm excited for the documentary they're doing too bro yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be cool too yo and one one more thing i know we've been talking about skating a lot but one last thing i wanted to say was i found out on that paul schmidt stop and chat did you listen to it 
on the nine club. Not the most recent one. Not the, the most stop re- and chat. No. Uh, they in in there like near the end of it. They, he's actually at the very end of it. He talks about how he's. I didn't know this. He's been working with Nigel since he was a little kid with his dad and Element and all that. Like Paul Schmidt, Professor Schmidt has been the one designing Nigel's boards shapes. Oh wow! Yeah. So ever since he was a little kid, this Professor Schmidt has been. Uh, mo- he he made like special uh, shapes for Nigel to fit his body size. So they weren't like minis, but they they were probably like the same width, like seven seven five seven five whatever. But uh, the shape itself was better for his his like height and stuff, like as far as the angle, the pop, and everything, specially designed for him. And so as he grew, Professor Schmidt like continued that relationship with Nigel. So as he got older and older, the shapes developed like little by little because Paul That's Schmidt's cow. a genius with that. No, That's no, no, cow. no, it's not. And and Professor Schmidt even said that like the shape that Nigel currently has, they did a lot of work in the in the factory what? for Nija and um, the current shape that he rides is the shape that he's making the disorder boards and that's the shape that Nija likes like they did a lot of work to like fine tune that um, so, shape but, of the board but back in the day like if you've ever skated I mean if you've ever skated a Nija element was it, it was it curated just like you're saying i think so i think that because i that's that's one thing i don't really uh, understand in skateboarding is like I, I listened to paul schmidt's episode and then i also listened to his stop and chat they recently did and it seems like that's how it is where it's like if you're like chris cole and you create like a chris cole zero board that is like your shape you know because that's your board that's what you're going to be skating exactly. so like and, and if you're a, a very particular guy like how Nigel is with his like Setup. If you're very particular, Chris Cole's particular too. You're paying attention to your shape. So I'm sure there are skaters that are just like, eh, whatever, like whatever's like the girl, like girl skateboards, whatever your like molds are is what I'll take. But I think there are other skaters that do have it specific to them. You know what I mean? Like how Krob is coming out with the twin paddle uh, symmetrical boards. That's what he's starting to skate, and that's the shape that he's worked with uh, Chocolate to produce. So now you can now buy the Chris Roberts board and that's what Chris Roberts skates. Yeah. And it makes sense. Cause then they're going to send Chris Roberts a pack each month of those boards. Exactly. Those are already what yeah, they're Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Rather exactly. than being like, Oh, this box is going to Chris. Cause it's, it's his formula. Yeah. Board, yeah. You know? It's yeah. like to make them all across the board. Like P rod, when he was on the nine club one time, he was saying that he picks like, like his batch of boards, you know, get made and he picks like, the third one, the third it, it, something one, like yeah, that. something yeah, crazy. Like the, the certain number, like in, yeah, like just, lot three, series four, or something, like just, like yeah, like certain amount. That's in. crazy to be on that level. That, I know that's like, but that dude listening to Professor Schmidt like made me realize that like that shit is intricate and like the more you think about it, it's almost like a curse. Like me and Jake were talking about today, it's like the I more know. once you get particular about it. And like you study your setup, it's bad because yeah, because then if anything is off, you're like, mm, I can't fucking skate today, and <laughs> just like yeah. break your board. I know, I broke. Oh, I left it board. in the trunk. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> soggy pop. <laughs> <laughs> Skated board for like two weeks. Just out, oh, left it in the trunk. Left it in the trunk. Useless. Right, break it. God damn it! I can't skate tomorrow. Sorry, guys. I know. Breaking boards out of anger is the worst. I, I used to do yeah, that dude. so often. Yesterday at Veterans, I was like getting so heated just from like not being able to skate, fl- skate flat ground like I wanted. I was literally like at one point like, bro, I'm just going to break this shit. Like, fuck this. But then I thought for a second. I'm like, you don't have money for a board. That's why your board's shit right now. So like if you break it, you literally can't skate. I know. So just do what you can do. I know. I'm glad yeah. you told me that too. That you were just like, bro, just like take it back to basics. And I was like, all right. I know. Then you did like. I know you did. Wait, no, what did I? I did a fakey, fakey Yeah, nose yeah, fakey nose. I know, fakey Did you see nose. when after Salvador was talking about the 5 I did? I, next try, I did a fakey 5 across the whole thing and popped out. 
Wow. And like I, I was like working up to try that because I was like, man, because one of the times that I was trying, because like I told you that trick is like off the left leg, onto the left leg, off the leg, left leg, onto both legs. So like mm-hmm. it's a lot of strain on like your your left leg doing that. So it's like I got to put a lot of trust in my joint and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I just did it first try. Just like. Wow. That's cool. I was proud of that. I didn't see that. That's cool. Um. Yeah, so to transition off of skating too, it's like there's there's obviously we got Jake Paul fighting again. That's would be crazy. Yeah, speaking that, of biggest names in sports or whatever. I know, no kidding, dude. He's the press conference was gnarly. The press conference was fire. I, I watched it live because I had time between a meeting. Um, I had like forty five minutes where I was just sitting at the gas station, and I seen I, I seen Jake Paul go live on YouTube doing it and i was like oh that's sick so i tapped in it was good dude it was give me a rundown what happened i mean just a classic fight press conference where they're just talking talking smack there's a mediator that asks like questions to draw back together so it's not just like you know like hollering at each other but it's funny to see like the way that they like what did jake say uh he was like he was like dude he was like, well, first he called him Tyrone. Like he was like, you're not the, you're not the same Tyrone that you used to be. And then his name's Tyron. And he's like, I was never Tyrone. <laughs> he's just like, it's just like the, the, the little shade. Um, and then, but at the end, like Jake, cause, cause you know how Jake wears like, like his outfits, you know, are like, he, he like, you know, Jake Paul, ultimate like, troll. yeah, he's ultimate troll and his outfits do the same. And it's like, I mean, he, the last press conference, or I think one of the ones he went to just to snap like pictures or something like that. He was like in a full Gucci, Gucci suit, Gucci Mickey Mouse collab where he had like Gucci Mickey Mouse watch, Gucci Mickey Mouse shoes. And just like a a Gucci tracksuit, I guess. And just trolling. But this time he had like, he had like shorts like mine. Yeah. Whatever type of shoes. I don't remember. I think air forces or something. And he had, um, like a, a jacket like a like a fisher like a old school like fisherman jacket but it was fly like not gonna lie it was fly um like a green like like you know the jackets with like no sleeves and then just like it looks like a life jacket yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like fishermen's wear with all the pockets and stuff um and then he had a bucket hat on and like tyrone like tried like he, he was like what are you wearing right now bro and jake's like i'm going fishing after this <laughs> just, like i'm dying bro um but the funny, the funniest thing was when Jake, like, Jake was like, "Dude, you bought a, you bought a, a used Benz. You bought a, like a 2006 uh, Bentley. That's what it was. A used Bentley. He's like, it's 2006 Bentley. He was like, you're driving down the road. You're, you're, you got your hand placed on a steering wheel so you cover up the miles. And he's like, he's like, you can't see the miles on it. He's like, you bought a used 2006 Bent- Bentley, dude. How many miles on it, Tyrone? That <laughs> <laughs> would have been funny." <laughs> Yeah, and then he's just saying, he's like, dude, you've lost your last four fights. I'm giving you the biggest payday of your life. And then they bet, too. They, they were like, uh, and they shook on it, too, which is like, this is going to be crazy if, if Jake Paul actually knocks him out. Yeah, if, if they shook on it on live TV. So, like, this is happening. If if Tyron, if Tyron Woodley beats Jake, Jake's got to get I love Tyron Woodley tattooed on him somewhere. And then and vice versa, Tyron's got to get out of Jake Paul. And immediately after the press conference, Jake Paul posts on Instagram, like, where should he get his tattoo? And he's already 
his photoshopped pictures of like Tyron walking with like I love Jake Paul on his arm. Wait, the just, bet was just for who wins or who uh, if it's knockout. Whoever wins. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So someone's getting tatted. Yeah. So so someone's getting tatted. Because you yeah. know Jake will if he loses. You oh, know he he's will. yeah he's blasted. Because I mean he'll just he'll get it and get it covered up, you know, or get yeah. it removed. Yeah. Um, or he'll just get it and rock it and be like, that's part of my life. I lost to I lost to one of the greatest. I mean he, he Tyron Woodley really is a good fighter, but I mean so is Jake. That's why it's like, you know, and when we had. I'm not going to say the name. When we had our last guest, the, a big guest, we were talking about that. And I, I said that I think Ty, Tyron's going to win. It's like I want Jake to win, but I did feel like kind of Tyron's going to win. Now, just seeing again, it's like seeing the – now it's like wholeheartedly I'm going for Jake. Whether whether I think Tyron's going to win or – I, I think now that Jake is going to win, still it's going to be a good fight and anything can happen once you step in the ring. But – Jake's definitely got the skills to win. Like I wouldn't put that past him. Um, but it's it's gonna be something to see. I hope that I can stream it, and so I don't have to buy it. I don't want to buy it. Do you see him Tax. having a successful boxing career, like from here on, like that's his life? I do, I do, and the, and like the reason because it's gonna get to a point where he's just because because before it was like oh this guy like oh this guy's a fighter like he actually like is really good at fighting like you're gonna have to fight he hasn't fought in a while but like he's good at fighting you know it like uh you could you could maybe beat him jake and then this guy it's like okay he's actually good like he's actually really like he's an, a ufc fighter if you can win this then like you're 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 up there and it's gonna get to the point where it's like he's just a boxer and he's just like fighting boxing matches. exactly i mean well that's kind of the thing i think to answer your question yes but it will get to a certain point rather quickly as to where It'll be established. I don't think he's ever going to do expedition boxing matches because that's not really... I don't see him doing that. He doesn't need to do that. Like, he's he can make a name... He's already made a name for himself Yeah, in I guess boxing. technically he's already... To be, to be 3-0, and which that's his record, to be 3-0 and and do the pay-per-view views that he's doing, he's making more money than, than like... any boxer. Any, yeah. like, uh, minus, like, Floyd Mayweather or whatever, but, like, even his brother just fought Floyd. That's... Like the Paul brothers are are going crazy right now, but I feel like Jake will get to where like he's he's a he's known that it's like dude it made a statement because he's already doing that. He's like he even said in an interview a couple a couple days ago where it's like everyone told him oh don't go against Nate Robinson you know he's he's a like you know athlete he's an athlete he's he knows you know what he's doing and he's gonna like you know he's gonna he's gonna mess you up. Um, and then when he won, they were just like, oh, well, of course you beat him. Like, that's not a, you know, he's a basketball player or whatever, but it's like, everyone said what they said at first. Same with Ben Askren, Ben Askren. People were like, oh dude, he's got, you know, he's got time in the ring. Ben, a yeah. ben Askren, whatever. And then he beats him and they're like, well, he hasn't fought in a while. Yeah. So. Did you see him when he looked at, and it's like, okay, okay. So now like the, dude, if he wins Tyron Woodley, his next step, I mean, his next step would have been McGregor. His next step would have legitimately been McGregor if he didn't get hurt. Now that McGregor broke his leg, I could honestly see it being Ryan Garcia would be a dope match. But I think the weight cut, I mean, yeah, the weight cut, that would never happen, actually. I think he would fight. I think he should just fight Tank. I mean, that's Gervonta Davis. That, that dude is no joke. Like, no joke. And I don't know what would happen if you throw 
Jake in the ring with him. But it's like he even said that he's Jake said in three years he's down to fight Canelo Alvarez, which Canelo Alvarez is like one of the best boxers in the world, and if not the best, honestly. And like boxer, like you gotta, currently right now, yeah, because you got to think Tyrone Woodley is a UFC fighter, yeah, very yeah. talented in UFC, mm-hmm. has a boxing background, he's known for knocking people out rather than like but Ben Askren yeah. was a wrestler background, but but Canelo Alvarez is boxer, boxer, boxer. yeah, but it's like other people. That's why Jake's made such an impact at being three and zero because other boxers will like you won't really hear of them unless you're like a dedicated boxing fan. You the average person's not going to hear of them until they're like seventeen and zero or something up there to where it's like substantial. Where yeah, it's like yeah. oh he's to like double like digits like and legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I mean, I think Jake at, at the rate he's like making a name, every appoint every opponent he's not doing like filler matches to where that's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't even see a guy on on a card really like high up there because they just take these, you know, if they're coming out the gates, they take these things, they know they can win and they're, they're versus nobodies. Jake has each time like increased his opponent by a substantial amount. Yeah. So I think if he does win against Tyron Woodley, it would be like, you know, the next one would be a heavy hitter and it would be whoever takes the fight before all this. He was really trying to fight McGregor. Like if you remember him calling out like yeah, he was. McGregor and everything and McGregor wouldn't take the fight or Dana White wouldn't let it happen or one of the two something but and then he did you even see like what he did to troll mcgregor when because mcgregor just broke his leg to dustin poirier yeah which which that was like that was the tiebreaker that was like kind of legendary because they fought once they did two right yeah they fought once connor won fought again dustin won and then this was like the match that was you know tiebreaker whoever won this took it and it's kind of sucks to see the tiebreaker and how it did, but was that right? And was that in the first round? I didn't like pay attention. Not a hundred percent, because because I wasn't it quick. Like I thought that like that's why it was a letdown because it wasn't like this like fucking Super Saiyan match. It was just like I'm he not, breaks yeah. his leg and he's out. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's I mean how it happened. Like he 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 kicked him and just made contact with his shin, like lower shin, just like Dustin. I think maybe checked a kick where you like turn your turn your leg and kind of have them hit the yeah, shin I think, bone. I think, yeah, Joe Rogan posted something where it broke down the slow-mo mm-hmm. of like when you can you can actually see his... You can uh, see it, and then when he yeah. steps back is when it gives out yeah. and completely just snaps. I mean, that boy... Sh- the look on his face, her. dude. I know, I know. That's like that's like what we were saying. Like That's like if Nigel got hurt like during warm-ups or something when he's got the Olympics coming. That's like, that's that. Like you're, you're on the biggest match of your life and you just like, ah, it sucks. But it can happen, yeah. you know? Um, and I mean, he's not, McGregor's not letting him get it down at all. He's still same old cheerful guy. Your wife is in my DMs. As they said at the end, broken ass lay. Your fucking wife is in my She's DMs. Still in DMs. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's too Did you see him wail on him after he got to the ground too? Wouldn't you know? Like if a dude like, like. Oh, gets dude. back onto his ass, backs up to the you like chain, the cage. You just... don't stop till the ref is like, bro. Because there's that chance. Dude, there's been times where people have been straight slumped on the canvas, like talking out, out, and the people don't approach it. And they get, go to like celebrate. Gets, gets and then... up and wins. Like if the ref's not calling it, it is not over. So until the ref's like, yeah, yeah, that's you know, just keep, keep getting them. Bro, are you ever going to watch Game of Thrones? No. 
Okay. Never. Anyone who's watched Game of Thrones, you, uh, like pause the video or like it's skip been or something. years, bro. Fucking air it there, out, dude. There's something like that that happens in Game of Thrones. That's one of the most shocking moments. I even remember. I think I pointed it out to you the day it happened because I think you were at mom's like the night I was watching it or whatever. Like we we were both in the living room or something, and I just closed my laptop and I just sat there for a second, and I was like, oh my god, because there was this moment where it was like a big ass match. It was a trial by combat where like there was like like crimes going on and shit and like the way they 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 like decided if you're guilty or not as you fight to the death and if you die you're dead but if you win it's like okay all crimes expunged and uh Mm. the dude that was like on the whatever you like nominate someone to fight for you and the dude that was on the like chopping block ready to go to go to get to the death sentence he nominated this little guy little dude that was like a specialist fighter and like it's like bow staff type shit I'm probably getting it all wrong. I don't remember names. It's been fucking seven years since I've seen the show. Kill me. Or like, shoot me. Right? Oh, Sue yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the Kill phrase. Kill me. Sue me. Shoot me. All the above. Fuck it. Sue me was the, the phrase I was going for. Third try. But uh, but he was fighting the mountain, which is like the this big ass fucking brute guy that's just like the guard of the king or whatever. And um. Yeah, they're fighting, and it was like that. We're like, this dude is a really, like, skilled martial artist dude, and he's whooping up on this mountain. Like, just like, like, and, and a backstory, too, is the mountain raped and killed this guy's whole family, the the fighter guy. Like, he's from a different, uh, like, a continent or whatever, and, like, the, the mountain was is, like, not good. Like, the king and, like, the kingdom and everything, they're, like, corrupt. So, like, the mountain, evil dude, raped and killed the dude's wife, like, right in front of him, like, killed his whole all his daughters, this and that. Jeez. So the whole time, he's, like beating up on him like ready to kill him and he's telling him he's like bro like like uh tell me you did it like say like and he's like tell, like he's smacking him and he's like fucking say you did it say you did it and then like a dude tries to come back at him he dodges it fucking hits him in the head gets him back down to the ground he's like fucking say you did it and he's like it's obvious he's like bro this guy's way more skilled he's about to kill the mountain right now and then he's like got him on the ground and he's like about to kill him and then uh he's like I don't remember exactly how it happens, but I know mountains on the ground and a dude's like looking like he's about to win and he like is about to like give the last blow and the mountain like hits his leg with his hand. Like the dude's like bleeding out on the ground and he just like hits his leg with his hand and the dude falls and then the mountain rolls over and he's so huge. He just grabs the guy, grabs the guy's head and like only hit the guy had in like the whole thing. He hits him, gets him to the ground, grabs him, grabs his head and like the and then Brit crushes his skull, oh, like just grabs him by the dude. eyes and just like just breaks oh, his head yeah. and dies. And then the dude loses the trial. Did combat. he say? Did the mountain guy say like when he was killing him? Like yeah, I as did he's it. killing him, he's like, I raped her. Oh my I fucking, gosh. I killed her. I burned her house down. He just kills him. Oh, that's sad. And so, bro, and I just cl- and you love that guy. Like you like you felt for him because you're like, yes, he's about to kill the guy that like killed his whole family. And then I just close the laptop and I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I didn't like tonight's episode. God. I didn't like that episode because that happened all the time. Yeah, yeah. I heard that show does that often where it's like people you love. It's just like gone. And you think something's going to happen one way, but then like last yeah, second, it's yeah. just like. Who produced that show? Is that ABC? Uh, HBO. Oh, HBO. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. HBO shows are good. Mm-hmm. HBO shows are good. Yeah, I highly recommend. Like, I would recommend you watch Game of Thrones. I don't think it's your type of show, but I think if you didn't get invested in it, you would be invested, invested, because I think anyone would once you get involved with the characters. But um, it sounds really dope. That that made me like want to watch it. It gets dry. Like the thing, like it's dope. Like there's so many moments like that to where you're just so into it. Like oh my god, like next episode, like what the fuck's gonna happen next season? But it does get a little dry because it is like, you know, like uh, 
medieval type like yeah. talk and show about kingdoms. You ever like, seen Power? Nah. That's my favorite show ever. Is is that the show that has Nigel in it? Cameo? Or nah, Zion? that's Ballers. Ballers. That was HBO show. That was a really good too. That was a really good. That's too. the show Fifty Cent produced. Ballers. Power. Power. Yeah. I'm getting all mixed up. Yeah. Is the Rock in either of those? Yeah, the Rock's in Ballers. Oh, he's okay. the main character in Ballers. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, and and I think the producer of Ballers, don't quote me, don't come mm-hmm. at me, but I think the I think I know Mark Wahlberg is one of the executive producers in Ballers. Oh, pretty sure. So wait, then have you told me about Power at all? I think you recommended it to people before. Oh, for sure, dude. I've told you probably a lot about power. Even back when you probably lived at Pennsylvania, there was probably times where, or in Pennsylvania where I was just probably ranting to you about an episode that I watched. Craziest show. And what's like the general, like if you were just give like one sentence, like plot line? I mean, it's about drug, like, oh, it's so crazy, but it's about drug dealers like in New York that also run a nightclub and like they're gang members. So it's like they're... I mean, I'm not going to say gang members necessarily, but they, like, sell drugs. And, and it's one so. of those things where, like, you get invested in these characters and their bro, lives. And, like, bro, as stop. people start dying, and you're listen, just like... 50 Cent is a genius. Like, Power, like I said, my favorite show, hands down, the, a show doesn't even come close, like, to it. Really? Um, yes, by far. And I got to watch it now just to talk to you about it. You have to. You have to. Um, you have to, bro. How long is it? Long. It's like, I think Power is probably, I, I don't know how many seasons, I think seven, maybe six. I think six. It's not, not, too bad. not that long. But the, the dope thing, and why I'm saying he's like a genius, not only aside from the show, but because Courtney something, Courtney something, is, she's the writer of the show. 50% is like, I think, executive producer. But reason why it's so dope, 50 Cent's also a character in it. His name's Kanan. And so there's Ghost. That's the main character in Power. His son, Tariq. Tommy. That's Ghost's partner. And then you've, then you've got 50 Cent, which his name's Kanan. Power. Not going to tell you what happens. Crazy as hell. So then after Power, you're thinking, oh, it's over. Damn. Like, I was like, dude, when I saw the last episode of Power, I mean, crying. You're like, I mean, what do I do in my life? Man? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. It's over. But I already knew because I'm tapped in. I follow Power on Instagram, follow all the actors on Instagram, 50 Cent on Instagram. So I know what's going on. So they've side railed it to after Power's over, whole new season, whole new series starts. And it's called Power Book 2 or something. Uh, it's called, I think, Raising Power or something like that. Maybe I'm butchering the name, but it's basically about then his son Tariq. And it's about the life that he lived, that Tariq lives after after power so it takes place after power uh, so then that happens so it's like baruto yep uh i don't know but so then check it so then season one all i know is baruto's naruto's son so then <laughs> so then and he got his own show so yeah i guess so so then <laughs> so season one of or maybe season two i don't know but that that came on uh the the Tariq show you know his son's one that came on for a season or so and then when that stopped and now they're, we're waiting for a season, the next season to be uploaded. Another spin-off now they're series. doing another spinoff series, which is Rain, Raising Canaan. And that's Power Book 4 or something. And that that's, takes place, I think, before Power. Oh. And it's showing Raising Canaan. Because so, Canaan, which is 50 Cent, um, him, Ghost, and Tommy were all like really close until something happens that you find out in Power to where they're not so close anymore. But they all like grew up together. So I'm th- so then and then there's another spinoff to where it's only Tommy. Tommy is like a 
Tommy's probably gonna be your favorite character if you watch the show. Like Tommy is the man. Like Tommy is the man, bro. And he's getting his own show. So all these shows, and it's like it's all lined I up. I love it. Yeah, and it's all like a, yeah, it's all spinoff. It all makes. It's sense. cool when that's successful because you see so many spinoffs that are just like bullshit. It's like oh, the last one was successful, so they just fucking wrote a new script to like spin off and like keep it going in some way but like when mm-hmm. you see it all like marvel oh, is a good example so too of like where it is all like almost premeditated like you can tell yeah. it's like all part of a bigger story yeah that's when it's dope yeah what's really cool about power too what i really loved about power is it's on stars so either you have to like pay for the stars app or i think it is on hulu as well oh i got hulu yeah so watch where'd it on- you watch it I watched it on stars uh, uh, i paid for it and just it was i had to because originally i found it on when I had DirecTV now, I had when I lived at Mom's, I found that I found power, and I think I had to get like a Stars add-on to my to my AT and T now or DirecTV oh. now, whatever they call it. Now it's AT and T TV, but it used to be called DirecTV now, just subscription-based service. It was like cable, so I added the Stars thing on there. But now you can just pay like nine bucks a month for Stars, and that's what I did to watch it. Now I have a Fire Stick, so I kind of just use that, but um. What if, was it's on, re- if it's on Hulu, I can watch it on Yeah, Hulu. I think I've seen it on Hulu. So what's really cool, though, about Power is watching it through the Stars app. They have what's called the Power After Show. So after every episode, they do, like, all the actors will get together for, like, a little oh, press conference and talk about the episode. That's sick. And so, yeah, sometimes it's, like, not every actor, but they'll be, like, if you played a big role in the episode, they'll get that. Or if, like, there's a big, like, death that happens, mm-hmm. that person comes oh, on. Yeah. And, like, talk. Yeah. That oh, was, yeah. like, the Talking Dead. They would do it every every night on uh, whatever channel that was. I don't remember. AMC. AMC, yeah. They would do Talking Dead immediately after the episode and then re-air the episode. So it would be, like, a three-show three, three show thing. Yeah. And the Talking Dead was like oh, that. Oh, wow. Where they would, like, talk about the episode and bring on the That's actors. cool that they would play the episode, play the after show, play the episode and play it again, again, yeah. So, like, if you were working and couldn't catch the 9 o'clock episode, you could... You like, know, Power did that, too, actually. Now I'm thinking They'd about play it that. again after? Mm-hmm. If it was on TV, TV. That's cool. I like yeah. that they do that. Mm-hmm. It's... Yeah, I like that they do that because it like it makes it like worth watching TV, you know? Because like I've been saying like, why the fuck would you ever pay for cable when you have like Hulu and like all this stuff where I you know. can just stream the show and just binge it? But yeah. it's like almost makes you look forward to going to like the time it airs on AMC and watching The Walking Dead because you get yeah. that extra after. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And we can wrap it up soon, but yeah. Um, my what was I gonna say? My heart ne range of emotions watching that show you need to watch power like anyone who's seen power i have been looking for a show to get in because i haven't really been invested in any show and i started watching steven universe again that cartoon because like i i love that's a good show bro not as good as power probably as far as like plot and development of characters and stuff but like like i love that show but i i've been wanting to get into something more like that where it's yeah you'll you'll love power it's season man season two or season three I remember laying in bed. I thought I was having a heart attack. It was like the season finale or either it was either the season finale or the episode right before the season finale. It's the craziest thing you would ever think. I don't know why. Dude, my heart was like, I stood up. I was like standing on my bed. And I was like, why am I standing? And I was like, I can't feel my heart. Like this was insane. Like I was just like, what is Dude. going on? I have never felt that way about a show. All right. I'm for sure again. watching it because I miss like, I, I, I miss having like, like when we'd watch uh, like an anime, like we like My Hero Academia, we'd like watch it side by side almost. And yeah. like, yo, did you see like when this happens, you see when that happens? Yeah. It was like cool to have those conversations. I know. And I feel like I don't watch shit anymore. So like when it comes to 
like people would like when we were at Zach's the other night and like everyone's talking about different shows and stuff. Like, I, haven't, I haven't seen any of those shows. I haven't seen any of the shows any of y'all talked about. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I used to not really like TV and not really like putting a lot of investing time in it, but I, I still don't. It's like, it's like what I like to end my nights with. Like yeah. Lay in bed watching yeah. TV. Get like an and episode or two in. Yeah. Before you fall yeah. Asleep. And then sometimes you, you, you know, you binge it. You're like, damn, this is good. And that's, I think that's good for you. I think it's yeah, good to yeah. binge shows. Or um, like when you're sick. Or you when know, you're, you're sick. You're in bed, bro. sick. You just. That's, and nothing's better when you're like, no. honestly, because then you're like, fam, I don't mind being sick right now because I just watched 10 episodes. Literally, of dude. Power I did that day. with My Hero Academia. Blew through a whole season in like a day. I yeah. was just like, all right, next episode. Yeah, hey, get some more food. Next episode. Exactly. <laughs> Blow exactly. my nose. Next. <laughs> Netflix is like, are you still watching? It's like, you're don't judge right. me. Yeah. I was like, I'll be here all night, too. <laughs> get used to it. Before we wrap it up, I did. I was looking down at my phone for a little bit because I did look up the U.S. Olympic team because I was curious. Okay. So women's park, it is three people only. Okay, so this is weird. Okay, women's park is Jordan Barrett, Bryce Whitestein, Brighton Zuner. I haven't heard of any of them, but they're all they're all female vert skaters. Uh, Men's park is Hymana Reynolds. Oh, men's park. So this is like, you know, the the bowl and stuff. Hymana Reynolds. Hymana Reynolds. I don't really know who that guy is. Corey Juno. Man, I'm butchering all these names. I don't really... I'm not familiar with these guys. Zion Wright is also in men's park. Nice. Take Women's Zion. Street. Take a Zion. Women's Street is Alexis Sablone. Dope. Alana Smith and uh, Mariah Duran. That lady. Okay. That, that, that girl. She, they all kill it, bro. I can't wait to watch yeah. that. And then Men's Street. Is only three. Jagger Eaton, Jake Alardi, Nigel Houston. Jagger Eaton is in the Olympics. Yep. I remember when that kid was a little kid on Fantasy Factory. Yeah, dude. Him like and his brother. What was his brother? Jet or what was his brother's Spencer. name? Spencer. Jagger Eaton and Spencer. Is Spencer? Yeah. Spencer what? Eaton. What or no, that? that's Spencer Barton I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Jagger what... and... Oh, damn it. I used to be familiar with both of them. Jagger but, um... kills it though, dude. Yeah, they're, oh, they're stupid park, good. Like, they're stupid league. good. Yeah. Man, I think Nigel might... I guess that's only USA though. I was thinking like, bro... What's the other one? You didn't name the one that Nigel's in. Who, who's who's against Nigel? The other guys. Men's Street, Jagger Eaton, Nigel Houston, Jake Alardi. That's oh. the U.S. team. What? But I wonder how did like what happened with Chris Cole or Chris Chris Johnson? I guess he's not. I guess he didn't make. Uh, oh, they took the like the finals. Oh, okay. They took twenty and and did a contest with those. I think I know it went by US... points. I think it went by points of contest winnings. I think that's how they decided the U.S. Olympic team. Where like you got certain points based on contests you've won, and stuff. So I think. Those were the winningest guys, except Jake Alardi. I think he got in by some Manny? Up, by some other way. Oh yeah, what about Manny? What the fuck? Manny's in it, ain't he? Yo, I'm confused. We got to come too. back next episode and like clarify this. I, I, I got to do some research. I know, the Olympics right. was confusing me. <laughs> I know. Next episode we'll be recapping it probably. It'll already pass, or it'll be, yeah, it'll be filmed about. Night. Oh, so dude, yeah. So we might be talking about the how the Olympics went. Tune in next episode. We're gonna be recapping the Olympics. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Now this been episode ninety four. We'll see. Thanks for rocking. I appreciate y'all for rocking with us. This episode was kind of, it was kind of all over the place, but we touched on a lot. Didn't touch on some. Okay. And if you're watching this on YouTube and whatnot, that means we got through the technical issues again, and we're going to keep getting through them. Hey. We're here no matter what. Yeah, we're striving to do better. 
We do got heavy hitters lined. Um, and if you want me to watch Power, hit me up on Instagram at prof.shred. Bro, go comment on this man's most recent picture and just say power. Just say power. Just to let him know. If you're watching power, you know this man needs to watch power and get involved in the whole series and everything. Power's great. All right. This has been episode 94. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. If you like this episode, give us a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube. It means a lot. Follow us on Instagram and anywhere you listen to podcasts at City of Palms Podcasts. Um, make sure you subscribe to that YouTube though as well. Striving to do better on there as well. New episodes every week. And like we said, we got heavy hitters coming up. Hit them with that outro song. Yeah.